Welcome to the J Train Podcast. J Train Jared Reed coming to you live from Boca. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how this whole thing works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, we take them, we give them the haz, we give the perspective, we give the advice right from our assholes, and then you, that person, tells a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. That's how it all goes down. Listen, we have to admit to the currencies of the world. I, I got so annoyed earlier today. Someone watched the live stream. They wrote back to one of my they wrote back to one of my live stream stories. This joke was genius. Now listen, I'm a stupid fucking idiot. I do not call myself a genius. These are these this person's word. And they wrote back to me, this is a genius joke. And I and I see they don't follow me. I go, well, you forgot to follow. And then they're like, well, not with that type of thirst. And it's like, no, 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 this ain't thirst. Goods and services, supply and demand. We are supplying the haas. We're supplying that space to take your brain, put it on the shelf, to get you out of your own head, away from your own thoughts. You supply the follow, the share, the support, the sponsors, the like. There are very small ways to you, huge ways to me that I consider currency. Some are pennies, some are $100 bills. I don't care what I'm getting, just as long as you're dropping in the bin. And a share. There might be an email today that relates to something you and your friend were talking about. That's a you you all you gotta do, take the link, send it to the text. Done. You've done your piece. That's what it's all about. And I, listen, I don't wanna sit here and say these things. I don't wanna sit here and and I I, I hate to sound like I'm begging. I don't think I'm begging. I am telling you how the world turns. And if you want to ignore that. It's going to come back to you. At some point, you'll be sitting there going, oh, what? People just walk in my store and just try on all the clothes and then walk out with the shirts. I'll go, yeah, you, I guess you don't, I guess you do care about currencies. It's an economics lesson here in the J Train Podcast. Every Monday, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending your emails. Screenshot emails. I'm calling out to you. Screenshot emails. We want your screenshots. We love doing those at the end of every episode. I'm on the road, people. On the road, West Nyack, New York. Come on out. That's a way to support the podcast, too. It all relates. West Nyack, New York. I want to thank everyone who came from Liberty Township last weekend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. West Nyack, New York. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oxnard, California. We're coming to California, baby. That's right. Southern Cal. You asked for it. You got it. Oxnard, California. Brea, California. Los Angeles, California. Sacramento, California, Hartford, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Columbus, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com for tickies. Very, oh, also the live stream. Keep tuning in. Keep sharing those. Um, I, I, that, is my, that is my labor of love. I love doing the live stream. Very excited for today's guest. First time on the podcast. Hilarious comic. Zach Zerman, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you, JaredFree.com, for having me. <laughs> See, we're always pushing. That's what I like about you, Zach Zimmerman. You got to. Zach-Zimmerman.com is here to uh, help and support you and everything you do. We should all just start going by our websites. Just, hey, I'm JaredFree.com. Just like to get people, you know, they'll never forget. It feels like we're almost there with like handles sometimes. Like a handle is better than a name in most scenarios. Listen, I'm looking at your handle at ZZZZ. 
I picked it, but I didn't know it was a long time ago. It's hard to <laughs> say out loud. I didn't know handles would be as important as they were. I feel well, like yeah. kids today like have a better handle on how important <laughs> the digital world will be. But we're yes, stuck. It, the idea of like how will I say it, it will becomes like a a um it becomes like a a a, a business card of sorts. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. and, to, you know, some business cards are easier to hand other than others, like say, hand over than others. Like I, I was, I'm on Twitter, JTrain56. That turns into some explanation. JTrain56. That's my Wait, Twitter. Why 56? That was my football number. Like I was like, oh, it, just like you're you talking about. Oh my God, of course you played that. That's where the, I was getting like football announcer energy from you. Of course you were on the field. I love sports radio. This whole, the, the, the fact that we talk about dating on a show where I talk like a sports radio host is kind of ridiculous. Um, it, but it, J Train 56, to me, I was like, what would be the dumbest, most ridiculous Twitter handle? Not thinking I'm going to be a comedian. Like, I was just like, oh, I gave myself the nickname J Train. My football number in high school was 56. There's nothing douchier than that. How much fun would that be for my friends? And then you get into this world and then every, you know, so what's your Twitter? Twitter, what what is that? Why? And you're like, uh, I gotta explain, you know, the the, the tongue in cheekness of this. You're right, right, right. There's something charming about it, I guess, making that decision before you were a business, before your name was, you know, an empire. Yeah, the empire. Yeah, the total empire. I the the Walmart of uh poop jokes on Twitter. <laughs> no, but I, I agree now, but after a 10 minute explanation, it's like, oh, I get it, you know. You need, we need just like quippy, quippy one-liners with like why they're bad, our handles. Well, sometimes I see someone's handle and I go, I saw what you were thinking. Love it. I, you, you, you made it. <laughs> You made a decision here. Like I like sometimes you see them on like I'm on Raya, the dating app, and you can see people's Instagram oh, handles yeah. on Raya. And sometimes some of the women are like they use their name in a way that's a pun. And I'm like, it makes me like them more. Like I'm like, that's a. Oh swipe right you know fun like a wedding hashtag there's some a little like, bit there's some something clever there this i've never been impressed by a handle never <laughs> never i'm impressed by photos mostly Fo yeah well i listen we we that it, it, no handle is getting me you know th this is a lesson to maybe some of the women listening like no no quippy handle is gonna like overtake am i attracted to this person and attractive <laughs> is Anyone could be attractive to anyone. This isn't to say, you know, good or bad. This is just, you know, taste for us. At ZZZZZ on Instagram, Zach Zimmerman. Now, I want you to explain. You have a book coming out in November. I'm very excited about this book. You have to say the name of it because it's a very long title, but it's coming out in November. We'll have you back to promote the book. But it gets us into you. What is the book? And explain it. The book uh, between us and anyone listening is called Is It Hot in Here or Am I Suffering for All Eternity for the Sins I Committed on Earth? Okay. And it's uh, a collection of humor essays about growing up evangelical Christian, coming out as a queer person, uh, and all the hells of dating and getting dumped and love and sex and religion and family and politics and, you know, all the good stuff. You're on the perfect podcast for this. I always, whenever we, we've met recently at the Comedy Cellar, when I see you, you're a calming force. You do have that oh. evangelical kind of like soothing, you know, like good conversation listener. It, it, you know, feel, you, I, I don't know. They, do people say that to you a lot or am I just pulling that one? I've, 
I don't think I've ever been called calming, but that feels really nice to hear. I do like want to be like a peacemaker. My dad was a pastor. And so I feel like I inherited a lot of that kind of energy. Uh, and I do want people to get along as best as yeah. possible uh, and laugh together. That's what calls me to comedy, I think. When coming out in that surrounding, I mean, is that because it was what, what was that like? I mean, it was a nightmare. Was it? I mean, even it's funny because you feel like you're you've moved on past it. But just this past week, I posted a video on Instagram that was like, my goal for the year is to like suck an extra dick every day. And I made like I mimed that I was doing it like down a row of seven guys for day seven. I thought it was like shock value and funny. And then my mom texts me like nasty, like almost porn. Sex is, sex is between a man and a woman. I'm like, you sound like you're from 1960. Like, let's move on. Uh, the, yeah. So you guys get along. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you guys get along enough to text. But she'll say to you, say, you know, it's between a man and a woman. She'll say those things. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think we're all kind of like provocateurs a little bit or we're all very funny. Like my mom is a character, like a Red Lobster server who can talk to anybody and like uh, can make jokes and back and forth. And we've only in the past couple years realized like, oh, let's maybe like avoid certain topics to keep things light. Um, so I was able to like navigate it now much better than I would have 10 years ago where I'd be like, you're wrong. And this Bible versus this and this. And I'm just like, leave me alone, mom. Like, yeah. Uh, and so she's like nudging you almost. Oh, yeah. I think we all like attend attention a little. She's kind of poking me. I'm poking her sometimes. She won't get vaccinated. So I'll like like nudge her send little facts or people are i guess drinking their own piss right now for the vaccine so i'll like send her that article <laughs> it's like it's it's yeah all i can do is laugh through it because i want to have a relationship with them some people like got kicked out of their houses and i mm -hmm. never had that experience so they've like they'll be there for me in a crisis but it's all kind of negotiating how much i can get out of them like i just went through I just fell for someone and I was at home for Thanksgiving, like talking about them. Uh, and my mom was kind of like biting her tongue. Meanwhile, my like 16 year old nephew is falling for someone and she's like head over heels because that's penis and vagina or boy, girl, whatever. So Oy. it's it's it is what it is. That's got to be so hard, though, because you have like a 16 year old dealing with 16 year old issues. And it's like. You're like, that's never going to work out. That's not even a real issue for them. That's what's going to like, they're going to grow through. And then you, you're talking about your, you know, a real adult relationship and she's just not there or just kind of puts it to the side. Puts it to the side. I think they're, they've learned to bite their tongue a little. And maybe I should learn to, that they can't, I can't go to them for certain types of support. I mean, I got to assume that talking about it is actually good. Like you're inching them closer, maybe like to normalcy. Wouldn't you think we have over the past? So it's been a little over a decade since I came out to them and we have they have progressed. Like I've gotten her to like say she loves me no matter what loves me. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of it's a question of like how much runway do you have in a life or how much will you tolerate? Like if she's changing by an inch yes. every 10 years, is that enough? Uh, <laughs> so when do you become, it's like, when do you become exhausted by it? You know, and I'm sure oh, there are moments of that all the time where you're like, why am I even pushing this? But it's like, you know, it's a little bit Icarus. It's, you know, pushing the, mm -hmm. the rock mm -hmm. up the mountain. You're like, but 
you know, if you're like, I'm a mile ahead of where I was, there's positive ways to look at it, but I, I, I'm sure there's also like nights where you're like, what the fuck? Like enough already. I do think it's ultimately what caught, what brought me to comedy. So I owe it a fair amount, like this sort of lack of, uh, like familial validation made me seek it out from other people. So I wouldn't, I can't change it. So I guess I wouldn't change it. Uh, but yeah, it is, it can be frustrating. I'm like when people have great relationships with their parents, I'm a little jealous, but I think we all struggle a little. So the more I press and press and press and share that, the more people see themselves in it and maybe can grow or change for their relationships, I guess. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I'm very close to my family. Um, but it's also like, there's moments of like, I can't believe we don't see eye. Like, I think I'm close enough with my family where when we don't see eye to eye, I go, I can't believe it. How aren't you seeing what I, how do we agree on everything? And then this is like, we're miles apart on it. And I, that makes, if I, I get, I get frustrated in those moments, but then you kind of have to come away from it and go, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, uh, I, I agree though. Everyone kind of sees themselves in your bits and sees, you know, if you talk about that openly, like I, I then, you know, that's what this podcast is all about. We talk about people going through issues and we go, yeah, that's an issue. And even just saying that, someone mm-hmm. goes, oh, thank God someone else sees I've been validated. We might not have the answers, but like we're if we're asking the same question, yeah, people don't feel as alone, I guess. They're like, oh, I'm struggling with that, too. Is it different with your dad or, you, you know, you mentioned your mom. Is it is it different with him or is it the same type of deal? They are different. Dad's more intellectual, so I can get him to sort of uh, we can have an interesting political discussion. Mom's a little Mm. more like emotional, knee jerk and stubborn like dad. My dad got vaccinated ultimately because he hates being sick and saw my mom suffer when she got covid. But my mom like refuses to get the vaccine. So that's like a example, I think, of them kind of thinking for themselves and and disagreeing. Uh, But I, I don't talk to my dad about boys as much we talk more like politics and uh the world at large and mom's more sort of relationship stuff sometimes it's so interesting and it's like you know everyone has their version of it different levels and it's uh i think the book is sounds like it's gonna be interesting i mean like anyone can relate to like hey am i you know from the title it sounds like am i am i doing the right things you know, mm-hmm. for me, as well as the, are, I mean, do, are you a religious still or no? Are you just out? No, I, uh, I, I'm a pretty a devout atheist mm. slash secular humanist now, but grew up very evangelical and like thought I was going to hell for a very long time. The older I get, the softer I get on things. Like I used to be like, fuck God, like there is no God. And now I'm a little mm. like, eh, if it helps you get through the day, uh, <laughs> or uh, a couple times in life, I'd be like, this seems like someone put this together. This is like working out too perfectly or the odds of this. And so I think there is, I, I believe in like the zeitgeist and the imagination and how there's some like collective thing above us and we're all kind of, vessels for it or there's levels of consciousness that we don't understand yet um but i'm not gonna call that the christian god and jesus was the son of god Um, listen i'm just praying to father algorithm that's the only person that's my god is the algorithm can i test a a maybe baby bit on you that i thought for maybe someone's done it before but i was thinking today that if the algorithm was a person he would be the creepiest man alive because my my instagram and tiktok are just like 
hot young guys taking their clothes off. So if the algorithm's a person, it's like, yes, and that's the boy taking his shirt off. Ooh, bikini girl. Like the algorithm's a fucking creep. The algorithm is your drug dealer, a seedy drug dealer of sorts. Hey man, you want some tits? Hey man, yeah. <laughs> you want a hot weather person? <laughs> I, I know you like the shirt coming off of these dudes. I got some good some stuff. Gray sweatpants, King. I got some right here. <laughs> well, I'm pumped to have you here, Zach. Uh, we're going to answer oh, some emails. Honest. Everyone, Zach is so funny. I love watching him on stage at ZZ double ZZ on Instagram. It'll be all over my Instagram. Um, go, go, go. Follow immediately. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do it. Holiday boys trip. I like this one. We're getting out of the holiday season. This is the time to talk about like the things from the holidays that kind of annoyed you, the reflections. J-Train, my boyfriend and I have been together for four years now. Every year he goes on a boys trip that he usually leaves for Christmas afternoon and then returns after New Year's. That's a very <laughs> specific... <Long boys> That's <laughs> yeah, a long boys trip. And it's also like... Christmas Christmas afternoon, like, okay, the present's open. Ta-ta, gotta go. <laughs> like, I'm out for the most crucial time of the year. Um, I've known this trip takes place every year since the beginning of our relationship and that it wouldn't really be something I get a choice on. It's mm -hmm. not that I don't want him to go. I just don't feel it's necessary to be gone both Christmas and New Year's. All his friends that go on this trip are married. I constantly wonder how their wives feel about this trip every year, especially the ones who have young kids. <laughs> yeah, I would wonder as well. Am I just being dramatic? It hasn't bothered me so much until this year when COVID is rampant and I am basically going to be sitting home by myself. Myself. I want to I want to also add I trust them 100%. I'm not worried all, at all about anything bad happening on this trip. I just don't understand the timing of it. Any advice would be appreciated. What do you think, Zach Zimmerman? Oh, that's a tough that is like the holidays are very emotionally charged time of year and people mm. have different expectations and traditions. I, I empathize with wanting to be with your loved one around. Like I was uh, alone on Christmas and alone on New Year's. You want to like hold somebody and kiss somebody. Uh, that said, if it is a tradition, you want to somewhat respect that. Basically, the only thing that comes to mind is my friends and I, for New Year's, we alternate years. So it's like, a, oh, we'll all be with each other this year. But then the year after they do the alternative, they all go with their partners or spouses or boyfriend, girlfriends and do something different. So that's my thinking. Like, If it's really important or maybe it's every other year, the boys trip or maybe... But, sorry to interrupt, you. you bring up the, the a great point, like... There, when does the compromise start? When does life start? Like, right, I don't right. know. You know, I, I I understand tradition. I understand boys trip. I I these things change. I I'm as shocked as she is that the wives with small children are like waving to their husbands on Christmas <laughs> Day, like it's the Titanic leaving. Like goodbye, enjoy your week. Like I can't believe that that's still happening for them. You're anti boys. You're like we're men now. You need to stay home and be <laughs> sad during the most boring time of year with your loved one. <laughs> yeah, you have to be sad with the person you love most. I, <laughs> but I'm not anti boys trip. I'm anti. Um, I, I I'm not I'm not anti anything. I'm more. I can't believe this is. I mean, I have friends. We've all grown up. I have college friends. I got high school friends, and very people drop off. You know, people go away. People, the idea, I can't believe 
that this trip still happens in its original capacity because that's not how life works. Doesn't that make it beautiful, though? I feel like our culture prioritizes romantic love over friendship love so aggressively that it's kind of nice that these... I don't know. You hear those stories about all oh, these friends have been friends for 50 years and they go yes. on this big trip every year. Like there's something magical about like. And I, I guess that's I guess that's what their wives are kind of afraid of touching as is this emailer. But like I just like I also can't believe the the wives haven't been included. Like I, I like it just. Oh, that's a win. Well, that changes the trip. fundamentally. The, the trip is done. Yeah. I can. Can the wife one can the wives band together, have a wives trip or two. Just shave off the edges. Why you got to leave Christmas afternoon when like the ham's still in the oven and go to New Year's Day, like just shorten it by a day on each end. Well, I think what this person, this emailer should be hearing is that it is ridiculous that this trip goes unchanged throughout. Like the idea that she's going to be 80 and her husband's going to be going (laughs) off with the boys from Christmas Day to New Year's. And like also to to returns after New Year's. You're missing New Year's Eve with your like family and your loved one. I don't know. It just this is strange. This isn't the the norm. And I think if if I'm if I'm going to try and chip away the way Zach is talking about, your first move is let's do some double dates. I con- you say in her email she says I constantly wonder how their wives feel about this trip every year. I would be coming friends with your boyfriend's wives. Like I don't know why you haven't been included. Wait, you're trying to organize the resistance? Yes. You're trying to get the women to unionize together yes. to overthrow boys trip. The boys trip needs another part of the year. The boys trip can happen. There's, but a, like, there's always going to be – when? When? Uh, not when Tiny Tim is out <laughs> – Canning for change, you know. I don't There's know. Always a tiny Tim. I in know. February, it's oh, it's too close to Valentine's Day. April, oh, it's too close to April Fool's Day. Oh, well, that's this, July Fourth. That's when we go see your aunt and uncle. Let Zach, I'm happy. Uh, Zach, I'm happy you're here because they do say, and this is like a complaint of a lot. Like women keep their friends. Men generally like it's like dad and his chair. And it's like, what did dad have any friends? No, he didn't talk to anybody. And they say that's like a big thing for men that they don't keep their friends because they're always expected kind of, you know, stay home. We're doing a thing. I'm going on girls night. Like you don't hear about like that for older men. So I, I do understand preserving these friendships, but I also, it is such a specific time of year. I would yeah, what wonder is, what the feedback is from the other wives and girlfriends. I that's kind or I I don't love the 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 person who wrote in like caring about that as much as like interrogating what they're feeling. So it sounds like mm. they feel lonely. Yeah. Around that time of year, is that like the underlying need? No, and I would agree with you. So maybe this yeah, that's a problem for both of them and they need to communicate that to their husband or partner like hey I feel lo- really lonely around Christmas and then there are ways other than physical presence or not going on the boys trip to make someone mm. feel less lonely you text that's... them you send them a cute little gift you give them an advent calendar for the week between Christmas and New Year's and they open it up and they get a little chocolate every day like there's something ways, right or, no, I listen. I'm with you. Or you plan a trip for after the trip, where you say, "Hey, we do our trip afterwards." Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. There are ways to. I I at the core of it, you're right. 
You have to express that you're lonely. And I, what she wrote at the end, this doesn't, it's, it's interesting that anytime a boy's trip is brought up is it's whether you trust your boyfriend. This oh, has right, nothing right, right. to do with that at all. The way she said, she goes hundred percent, not worried about anything at all bad happening on these trips. You can feel lonely and upset about this trip without it being about him being a cheater. Right. You know, right. <laughs> so I think like, you know, if she's worried that I sound like I'm this jealous person, no, you're, you're, you're watching the snowflakes come down alone next to a candle. <laughs> the J train podcast is thrilled to welcome our new sponsor fume. It's 2022 and January is all about positive change. And for many quitting smoking is at the top of the list. I don't smoke, but I would tell you that quitting anything is difficult. And what I love about Fume is they've kind of admitted that this is more than just getting nicotine in your body. This is about getting the, the hand-to-mouth habit, the mental hurdle, because Fume is a safe way to quit smoking. They have a handcrafted in Canada Fume wooden inhaler, and it's made to comfortably re replace the hand-to-mouth habit. So I have the inhaler. It's very cool, and and also it's about that this is a mental thing. This is about a lifestyle. This is about going outside during the workday. This is about ha taking the smoke break, and you know, with the the fume wooden inhaler, you can kind of still do that and still be in the routine without smoking cigarettes. Simply insert one of their non-addictive flavored cores. Each core is infused with 100% plants like peppermint and cinnamon. It's aromatherapy and an inhaler. I have them. They smell great. I get it. I, I and, and also, there's no smoke, no vape, and no nicotine to worry about. Designed to reduce your craving for smokes, Fume offers over a dozen unique flavors. Cozy chai, peppermint, and black pepper. I love the peppermint because it's cold out. It feels seasonal. And I like that you can switch it up. That's, that's the thing is with any habit, you have to get into a new habit. And new habits are hard to start. And with all these different flavors... It gives you some variability. It gives you a little fun. Their best-selling flavor, Conquer, gives you a nice, earthy, and minty sensation. It's a new year. If you're thinking about quitting or reducing smoking, get Fume. Right now, Fume is running their smoke-free January sale. Get 20% off their most popular cores for quitting. And as a listener of the J-Train, they're giving an extra 10% off entire order when you use code J-Train. That's huge. Just head to breathefume.com slash J-Train. Use code J-Train at checkout to save an additional 10%. That's breathefum.com slash J-Train. Use code J-Train. Kick off the new year right and make this January a smoke-free January. The JTRM Podcast is sponsored by Nutrafol. 30 million women experience weakened or thin and thinning hair, but thousands of women have taken control of their hair with Nutrafol. Improve hair growth and less shedding through all stages of life. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair in three to six months. I will tell you this. I gave Nutrafol to my mom. Then she gave it to her friend. I was just in Boca hanging with my mom, and she's talking about Nutrafol. Her friend's talking about it. Her friend is thanking me, and they're seeing results. They enjoy it. They love it. So these are two women and that, that, that are, you know, that they're seeing that this is an option, which is great. Nutrafol is a physician formulated to be 100% drug-free, only natural, clinically effective botanicals in here. It works by targeting the five roots of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and your metabolism. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. Does it work? Yes. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. More than 1,500 top doctors, represent, re, 1500 top doctors recommend it. 
You may also notice improvements to your overall well-being, including more restful sleep, less stress, and better skin and nails and libido. Grow thicker, healthier hair, and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com. Use promo code JTRAIN. New customers get $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere and only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, get free shipping on every order. So take $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code J Train. Stand up for your strands and get neutral. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here was Zach Zimmerman at ZZ double ZZ. Go, go, go. Follow, follow, follow. What does my pen pal want? J Train. Been, uh, been a fan for a while and love the podcast. I need your input on a recent dating scenario I found myself in. I matched with a guy on Tinder. We began casually messaging. After a few weeks of messaging, I went away for a solo weekend trip to a city two hours away. While there, he jokingly mentioned coming to meet me and go on a date. Hyped up on the TikTok idea that if he wanted to, he would. I encouraged him to come. He actually drove two hours and we ended up spending the night together and had a really good time. Over the next few weeks, back in the city, we uh, back in the city we live. We went on a few dates and hung out at his apartments a few times. Everything seemed to be going well, and we always had a good time together. But then around Thanksgiving, we started hanging out less. Multiple times, I would show initiative and invite him out or let uh, let him know my work schedule and when I was free. Uh, but he always seemed to be hanging out with his family and friends, preparing for an upcoming hiking trip he is going on, etc. I got the feeling we were beginning to fizzle, and he was okay with that, and, w- and was okay with that. But he continues to text me almost every day. He always initiates the conversation, texts me first. It's usually a good morning text, which sometimes I respond to, and we have a short conversation. Because of this, my friends and I started referring to him as my quote-unquote pen pal, since all he seems to be interested in is texting back and forth. All I really want to know is why he's doing this. If he doesn't have interest in having a relationship with me, why does he continue to reach out over text? All the best, your favorite pen pal. Zach, what do you think? Something that someone told me recently, which resonated with me, is that texting is very easy. Mm-hmm. It's very low impact. Firing off a good morning literally takes 0.01 seconds. Like the emotional mm-hmm. investment in that is quite low. Like not to discount that great relationships can't form over pen pal discourse, but like the dopamine rush, like it's not like he's writing you a two page note and sending it civil war times, like across yeah. the world. He's literally <laughs> saying good morning. That take that a robot could do that. And so yeah. it's, it's a dopamine rush for that person. I also want to there. It seems like the person who wrote in, there's a um, like full on relationship. Isn't like the goal of, I guess, every interaction, like unless that's their particular goal. Um, but well, wait, I'm a little rambly. I apologize. I'm no, possible. you're not rambling at all. This this whole podcast is a ramble sometimes, so don't worry about that. I I, I agree with you. I, I like what you said. It's easy to send the text, but I would also say it's low investment for high return. Yes. The return is high. The dopamine, you're yeah. getting a emotional high from just, hey, good morning. So... So what they get back is higher than you may see on the other side. You may go, why would he text if he doesn't want a relationship with me? Why would he text if he doesn't want to hook up or try and see me in person? Well, 
he gets something out of your responses. So let's not minimize that because that could be all he wants. Another thing is texting with you keeps you. Texting with you keeps you as an option at his convenience. So, mm. you know, I understand she references this TikTok idea of if he wanted to, he would. And that's a big thing where it's like, I, I think a lot, like, I just watched Zach, you know, sigh at the, if he wanted to, he would. <laughs> and she's going to go the, sob in a corner for a minute. <laughs> but it is, it's very true, but also, I want fast food and I do. So, like, the if he wanted, he would doesn't really long term. That's kind of a short term answer. So, if he wanted to, he would works for like, yeah, he'll come meet you for a weekend because that weekend is a is a beginning, middle and end shut case. I don't think that's a very powerful perspective to take as far as like it kind of puts you in the backseat because you could text him. Hey, I would like to see you again and then judge him based on and then ha end a relationship based on him not doing that. So this whole like waiting, waiting by the phone thing to me is a powerless position that I, I don't ascribe to, but I understand where it comes from. I would say and to this so, person, go ahead. I mean, assert some boundaries if these good morning texts or something you associate. The, uh, a thing that I've learned is like words and actions mean fundamentally different things to different people. Yes. A friend just said some guy like broke things off or said they just wanted to be friends with benefits and then texted her at like 11 a.m. Like, hey, what are you up to? And she's like, early morning text, that's a boyfriend thing. And I'm like, sure. that doesn't necessarily mean that. So if she, if this person's like, hey, good morning, texts are like cute and fun, but I don't really want to get these unless we're going to be like in a relationship. So can you just text when you like want to hang out? Like you can flex those muscles and that's hot and sexy. Like putting a boundary down will sh make him make a decision where he stands and also let him know that, hey, you're confident in who you are, confident in what you want, and not just taking the scraps that I'm giving you. It's a great point because what you're basically, you know, it's a great point because if he, it's hard to sit there. He's getting something out of this. Like, it's a great point with the boyfriend text versus the boyfriend actions. So, like, mm. this guy is getting, you know, he wants it all. He wants you at his convenience. He wants you for kind of a brief hookup, but he also wants some boyfriend texting in between. And if you say nothing, he'll just keep coming back for what he wants. And you're saying, well, why would he do this? Well, how about how does it make you feel when he does that? And hey, you're wasting my my headspace. Every time I get a good morning, I'm sitting there going, I don't want to say good morning to someone that's not that I I'm not putting my time into, not putting my effort into and you guys relate to it in different ways. So I, I think what Zach said about the boundaries, like you put down a boundary. Hey, man, these texts, if we're not going to hang out, they're too much for me. But the problem is a lot of guys will write back. No, we'll get, we're definitely going to hang out. And it's like, OK, well, then text me with a plan when you're ready, because I can't do this in between stuff. Text me with a plan. She also mentioned that uh, he was it's the busy time of year. So I want to make mm -hmm. space for that. Uh, like mm -hmm. he's. Sounds like he was planning a trip with people. It's Thanksgiving. It's Christmas. Those are like charged. So you can always like ignore or pump the brakes and then revisit like now that it's the, you know, dead of winter and we have nothing to look forward to. Like now's maybe when they should try to meet up.
Yeah, now is more than <laughs> when it's dark at 4 p.m. It's time. It's time to fight. Uh, make they something happen. Come at four now. They're like, you up? yes. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Zach Zimmerman at ZZ double ZZ. Just got this email in 90 day fiance ish. Woo. Jared, I'm a new listener. Love the podcast. I'm 24 year old ER nurse and my boyfriend currently lives in and is from Ireland. We met when I studied abroad over there before I started nursing school. I have known him for almost four years now. Long story short, when we met, timing was not on our side, so we did not start dating until a year ago. Because I graduated, we could travel more. However, we have been close friends for a whole four years. I feel in my soul that he is the one, and he feels the same about me. We've talked about marriage, etc. Obviously, we can't do long distance forever, so here's my dilemma. He is in school to be a teacher, and teaching jobs are not always the easiest to get over here if he were to move. He has been to the United States, so he knows what it's like and says he wants to move here. But I low-key think he would be homesick as fuck, and the process would be very difficult. My job as an ER nurse gives me a little bit more freedom to to move, even though it would be an expensive process to transfer my license over there. I have been there multiple times. I love his family. They love me, and it's always felt like home. Nurses barely make any money there, I have, and I have student debt, but I can't shake the feeling that I want to move there even if financially it doesn't make sense. Do I say fuck the money and take the risk and begin the process of moving or wait and let him finish school and move here? Any advice would be appreciated. Thank you. P.S. Here's a picture of us from our last trip. They're a very cute couple. Um, it's What do you think? 24, in love, Ireland, U.S. I mean, we're really moving. 24? The 24, 24 year old years. They met when she was abroad and always been uh, abroad. <laughs> I we're yeah. literally moving the pieces of their lives for them. You feel the power, Zach Zimmerman. What it, I mean, obviously we're two people with our opinions. She's going to do whatever she'd like, but in this situation, I mean, sometimes I read these emails from younger listeners, like 24. They're like, I've met the love of my life. And I'm like, I don't buy it. This one sounds pretty genuine. She sounds like she's thought about the money. She's she's thought about, you know, his feelings on moving here, her feelings on moving there. I don't think it has to be 100% all in, but what do you think, Zach? How how many more years of school does he have left? She said um, he's in school to be a teacher and teaching jobs are not always easy as he has been in the United States. I don't know. Uh, I... Hold on, I'm going back. I've known him for almost four years. Long story short, um, he's in school to be a teacher. That's all it says. So I guess that's coming soon. For distance to work, there has to be an end to the distance in the future. Yes, I I think unless there's got to be a plan. There's got to be a plan. Yeah, like hey, we know X Y Z is going to happen on X Y Z date. It sounds like the question is like which direction. She. It doesn't sound like them breaking up is an option because it's they think they're no. the one. So it's like, are we going to live a life in Ireland? Are we going to live a life in Omaha? I'm just guessing. Yeah, Ohio, <laughs> a Tucson. Is that uh, an Ohioan? Um, Ohioan? Uh, it, it had an o- o- Omaha flair to it. This email, right? right. <laughs> Now, I don't know the political situation in Ireland, but frankly, I would be looking for any excuse to get out of these here United States uh, anytime. So maybe, you know, take the pay cut uh, for the idea of not living under a fascist regime in a few years. 
um, <laughs> and escaped Ireland. Are you not positive about the future here, Zach? <laughs> how do you how do you really feel? <laughs> and well, I mean, I I honestly hope all these people writing in are like talking to their partner about this stuff because he probably has the same concerns. He probably misses her, loves her, doesn't quite know. If if I'd say if in a year school's ready, we get some data on like job opportunities, like that's gonna have to guide things. But um it sounds like she she wants him to move. She loves his family though. That that's a point well, in the go to Ireland. It, the interesting part to me is like he if she moves there, it's her rom com, she's the star of the movie. It's screw my student debt, I'm doing it. And it's like he's then at home with his family life kind of continues like it's not that mm -hmm. much of a rom-com for him if he moves her kind of she stays consistent she knows where you know the local you know taco bell is and he gets his big rom-com adventure and it's like i think i think it doesn't have to be all or nothing I, and i understand the money is is a big part of this and that should always be acknowledged she's got to make a decision on her student debt and not making as much money there. But again, you can do payment plans. And if once you, I think once you know what you're making and what the plan is, then the debt stuff becomes more clear based on where you go. So I would say this to her, she, I think where you live and your happiness of where you live comes first. And that will trickle down to your job and to all the other stuff. She mm. mentions she, she's, she's making an assumption for him. She mentioned that low-key think he would be homesick as fuck and the process would be very difficult if he came here. Um, and he says that's he wants to move. Against. That's worth interrogating. That's a, a big assumption, I think. Huge assumption. So also, that's why I was... They sh they're building a home together. Like, I, I want to push a little on the idea yeah. that place, place trickles down happiness because I think person can trickle down happiness. Like, if you're with your beloved and the one, you can make a dumpster feel like home. Like... To I, I agree with that. And I, well, I guess happiness, you know, I think if you like feel worth it, like if you feel worth, so if you come to here and you're like, I'm working, I got my girl, it's all great. We could take a trip back once a year and I'll go to Ireland and I'll get my Ireland in and I'll get to be home. But I, I do understand where Ireland's a different kind of culture than here. Ireland, you know, you talk to Des Bishop, comic, hilarious comic, he's been on this show before. He, did comic and I uh, did comedy in Ireland and lived there and it's a different world there. Like he, he says that to me all the time. So I think, and especially because it's kind of like everyone kind of has, it's a, it's just more like to me, the way he's explained it to me. And I, I I'll ask him about this again, but it's like, you're everyone around you. Like, you know, you're in the same town that you grew up in, that you started in. It's not like, you know, here it's like we moved to New York City and goodbye, family. I'll come back on a holiday or two. And it's like I don't think it's the same there. So he mm. might be tethered to his family in a different way than maybe we understand. I would say let's – you're 24. You got time. Let's plan a month here, a month there. Let's do it that way. You're a traveling nurse, which means, you know, hours are very are, – are, are variable. You know, they're – the work schedule is different for a nurse than it is a teacher. So why don't you do a month here, month there, try it out and talk it out. Like, are you homesick? Are you feeling this? What do you like? What do you not like? What? And then now you're doing it together and you're seeing, and at least there's a date where you're like, okay, let's reassess. 
and I think the the I totally get it. When I was twenty four, I wanted I wanted an adulthood to start. I wanted to like jump into it. I wanted to be in my my job and my work and my home and know everything that was going to happen for the next ten years. But I would say to that these people that you got time to like one hundred percent sit on this and and make it a fun event. But I also think that yeah. goes back to what Zach said about having you know you know, an end date to your distance. Like this offers certain end dates that become places to talk it out. Cause if you know, I, I remember two friends from college, like they, their religious backgrounds just conflicted and they know that was going to be a deal breaker in the future. And they just kind of put it off. So that's the only thing, like if this, if the setting is going to be a deal breaker, like waiting five years to find it out or three years, you're not wasting your twenties. I also am kind of, anti the one thinking because i think any uh, your needs can be met by a variety of people over time and that changes and so this person sounds amazing and they sound very in touch with their career and their finances and their emotional needs and so i have no doubt that they can have a successful relationship with lots of men of different nationalities whether they're irish or not and so just like keep that in the back of your mind and i agree have fun with this like this should be fun you're 24 you're dating an Irish guy, like have, have yeah. fun, get some data. I think that's why you go one month and one month and just like test it out and know that what, what you're saying is right. We don't know. We don't know. It, it could work. It could not. But be open to both both uh, scenarios. Or meet in the middle and move into a spot over the Atlantic Ocean where you just <laughs> like build a small colony and float. You're together. moving to Greenland. The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Indochino. Whether it's finding a signature color, wearing a more flattering cut, or getting a new statement piece, the right detail can make your wardrobe. This year, let Indochino take care of your 2022 style edit. You can customize everything from suits and shirts to chinos and bomber jackets at prices more affordable than you might expect. I love what Indochino's doing. Their website is super easy to use. I got pants from there. And when pants fit right, they look better. And it's your personal measurements. So it's not off the rack. This is a this is cut for you, which means it's going to look good on you. And when you look good, you feel good, you walk good, you feel better. It, 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 it's, a, it's a head-to-toe refresh. Indochino offers completely custom-fitted suits, shirts, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. Every piece is made to your exact measurements, and you can customize every detail all online. The, the website's so easy to use. It's so great. Choose everything about your suit, including the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. And the best part, Indochino suits just start from just $4.29 and shirts from $79 with all customizations included. Do you understand getting something custom made for a, 70, a shirt for $79 bucks that's custom made to your body? You're going to want to wear this every time because it's not the shirt that's a little baggy or a little or runs a little small or, you know, you, you, you deal with the neck because it, it, it's a little tight around your neck. No, 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 no. This is you. Give yourself a style edit that sets the tone for the rest of the year with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code JTRAIN at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code JTRAIN. That's Indochino.com, promo code JTRAIN, $50 off purchase of $3.99 or more. JTRAIN Podcast at Juma.com, JTRAIN Podcast at 
gmail.com. Here was Zach Zimmerman at ZZ double ZZ. Go follow. So funny. Book coming out in November. Boyfriend's social media activity. Okay. Jared, longtime listener, big fan, Feather Feather. I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years, and things are great. Last week, I sent myself a video he showed me from his Instagram so I could rewatch it later. I've never looked through his phone before, but I was already in the DMs after checking that. The video went through to mine and made the mistake of looking through a bit. They were all female accounts, all friends or acquaintances, and he had replied to their stories either with flames or hearts. Most don't respond or simply like his reaction, (laughs) and I feel weird about it. Why is my boyfriend sending flame reactions to these stories of people he knows when he has a girlfriend? I understand wanting to support a friend or give a compliment, but it's not his job to comment on, quote-unquote, thirst traps. I don't feel like he's trying to pursue anything, but I don't understand why he does this. What is this all about? Is it okay to feel upset or hurt about it? Many thanks. Concerned slash jealous girlfriend. What do you think, Zach? Jealousy is a valuable emotion in only that you interrogate it and understand where your own insecurity is coming from. Mm. Because I don't think in this situation trying to change the behavior of your great boyfriend in this way is going to lead to success because you violated his privacy by looking at his DMS Mm -hmm. and you, it sounds like you want him to stop a behavior, stop firing and harding uh, these thirst traps, which is the culturally acceptable response to a thirst trap. Like I comment friends, I can't like when someone's hot, they're hot. And you respond that they're hot. It doesn't mean I'm going to I want to cheat on my girlfriend of two years who I love to death. Like you can Mm -hmm. still find other humans attractive. Um, So I think it's more important for the the person who wrote in to think about like, oh, why does that make me feel jealous? Oh, because I want my boyfriend to think I'm hot. Okay, so Mm -hmm. in what ways can I ask him to make me feel that way a little bit more? But maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm off base here. What do you think? I I don't think you're off base. I think it's a I think it's a perspective that wouldn't have been brought up uh, that I wouldn't have brought up because you're right. The, the flames are there to be sent. The, the pictures are being put up to be, to be flamed. I, I, you know, and you're right about what is she not getting from this relation? What did this make her feel like she wasn't getting from her relationship? The pushback. And, and that's the conversation to have, to have, I'll give my perspective when when I see I see it. You know, we have female comedian friends where they you can see they will post a thirst trap. You can tell they're they're in there. You, you know, you're like, this is not the normal material being put out there. And I hold back a little. I kind of and I, I'm like, I do have a moment where I go. Should I like? I'm here to support. They're a friend. Good for you. You look great. Um, I think it's different when it's a public liking versus when it's in the DMs. Uh, oh, that's that's liking. Fair. Because I, if I saw that in their stories, if it was a friend, a genuine friend, I would see it and move on. Like I would kind of be like, you know, it'd be like the neighbors, like uh, good to see you. Like you hear the neighbors fighting, you know, it's like, ah, I guess that's what they're doing today. You know, like you, you see them like, I don't know. It's a, 
I do agree with her. I think like and and the way she came about it, it's it's you know if we're gonna go based on her telling of the story, which is all we can go by, is she sent herself a thing from his Instagram, and then she gets she you know I'm sure the message under hers is a fire emoji to some woman. And she happens to see that. You can't unsee that. And it is uncomfortable because she's not saying it's it's like people with a million followers. She's saying it's acquaintances and friends. So this is a little embarrassing to her as well where it's like, yeah, he's kind of sending me flame emojis. But they're also – but again, I go back to what you're saying and you're right. Like they put up a picture. We don't know what – and if it's after 24 hours, we don't know what – the flame is being sent to. It could have been, but I, you know what I mean? I'm giving a lot of empathy to him because I do, I I don't think their relationship is over, but I also think that she is not wrong for feeling the way she does. Right, right, right. It's like, what do we do with that feeling? Like, oh, I felt betrayed or I felt, I, I just try to come at it from like a more love standpoint. Like if you mm-hmm. think of it as like, I want to own my boyfriend and I want to be his only one and he can only think I'm hot uh, and we can only love each other. That just closes you off to so much. Like, why not think of it as like, oh, a hot girl? My boyfriend thinks someone is hot who thinks he's hot and he's all mine. Like, well, well, from this perspective, they don't think he's hot. They're the dealing with them. The ones, the ones <laughs> that aren't getting liked are very funny. Yeah. But this also could be different in the gay world because I like flame and heart emoji. My like friends pretty mm. gratuitously or like uh, and that's just like a way of showing love because it. Well, that, isn't the, the problem is in the gay community, you can like talk this out like you, you know, it, it, it's like, hey, are you hitting on me you know like it, it it could be kind of spoken out loud where it's like this guy's living in a world of like he's doing it to women it's not like he's doing it to his men in suits his friend is his male friends in suits <laughs> we don't think you know that would be if he was like no i'm sending fire emojis to everyone who gets dressed up it's it's different i i I'm with her i think it this is a problem but it's not the end of their relationship i think it's okay to say, hey, I saw some things that made me feel badly, and it doesn't have to be about – like, you can think other women are beautiful while also being respectful of your partner, you know? Like, and I guess his in his world, he's being respectful because it's, like, behind in the alleys of the DMs, but it's – if I were her, I would go to him, and I'd just be like, hey, I saw some things that made me feel uncomfortable. I think I- – I'll keep going. Sorry. But just, uh, I feel uncomfortable and it could be, you could say it in a way where it's like, I'm not uncomfortable because I don't think you're going to like hit on them. I'm uncomfortable because like maybe they're taking it the wrong way. And then they're looking at us and they're looking at me and I feel embarrassed that like I'm out with you and you know, you have this person that you're, you know, if it's a thumbs up, it kind of feels different than a flame. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but these are people we see out in our acquaintances and I don't know how they're taking it and you can't control how they're taking it because that's just not, you can't tell someone how to feel. So what if you're telling someone that you're attracted to them by sending these flames? How do you feel about that? Like, do you, do you see that as an issue? Do you see that the, you know, I would get them talking. I think you got to talk it out. I think yes, but 
do some introspection before because it's a multi-point conversation and it could go in many different directions because it's originating in a, a betrayal of trust. Mm-hmm. You have to be ready for the pushback there. And yeah. then I do think saying like focusing on how it made you feel is important. Like I felt I mean, underappreciated because then your boyfriend's gonna be like, baby, oh my God, I love you so much. What are you talking about? You're sure. the sexiest, most beautiful flame, 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 flame. Like yeah. how he responds to your unmet need is the I, place to go. And I would say to this person re- emailing in, I have sent flame emojis to female friends when, yes. but they're dressed up for a night out. Like they're, uh, it, 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 it has context to it. So he might go, well, they were dressed up for their date with their boyfriend and you go and you would feel immediately fine. And that doesn't and I don't think if my girlfriend came to me and was like, I saw you sent a flame emoji and I and I said to them, oh, that was because they went out like to a black tie event and they were with their boyfriend in the picture because it does run out. And then I would not take that as this person's. This person you know, was looking through my phone. I I wouldn't take it that way. And then I also would hope that they wouldn't take, they would believe me at face value too. Right, right, right. It just sounds unhinged. That idea. I saw heart emojis on your phone. Like, <laughs> so, what? I, I know. And it sounds so small, but it is a big part of our lives. Like we don't give acknowledgement to like, we're on this thing hours a day. And right. the people are like, it's just a flame emoji. Well, some flame emojis turned into people's relationships. It gets back to words and actions, meaning different things to different people. And so figuring out, yeah, what does that flame emoji? Maybe that's his default. And he does it to his boss. Like when he responds to an email, he's like flame emoji. Like it has nothing to do with you're sexy. It just means we're on fire today. Totally. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here was Zach Zimmerman at Z Z double Z Z. Spell out double. It's on there. It'll be all over my social media. Let's do a screenshot email. You ready? Uh, bring it on. Okay. It's a little bit longer, so I'll, I'll get through it right now. It's called Unhinged on Hinge. Jared, love your podcast. Would love to get your advice in this situation. This is kind of a multi-layered question, so buckle up. I met this guy on Hinge. We had been on a handful of dates, like four or five, and had been texting a good amount. Then suddenly I felt a major shift in the energy, and he was constantly very busy and making excuses to not be able to hang out. I called him out on it one day and just point blank said, I feel a shift in energy. It's okay if uh, not, but do you want to plan something for this week? At that point, he apologized and made a bunch of excuses about work and said, what are you doing tonight? It was a Saturday and we had both had plans with friends and basically agreed to maybe meet up later. Eye roll, lack of commitment. Well, people do that to like keep you on the line when they go, how about tonight? And then now they've, they've quote unquote asked, but mm. they, then they go and then you go, well, I can't because I already have plans, which now it's like, well, now I've asked. So now I look like I've tried. That's a good trick. I'm stealing that. It's a, it's a trick. <laughs> we didn't end up meeting up. No, and see, maybe we'll meet up tonight. So now he has the he's kind of asked. He's kind of made the effort. We'll maybe meet up tonight. So he has the the look of someone who's trying, but he hasn't tried at all. He knew that that was going to blow up. Note that before this, he was super attentive and like just basically normal with planning dates and putting in effort. So the shift in energy was disappointing. I mean, at this point, if I'm this emailer, I'm ending it here. You felt the shift. That means you're unattracted. 
Let's stop being confused. Let's start being unattractive, but we'll keep going. So following that Saturday text on Sunday, he sent me a text basically nicely ending things, attaching screenshot. Okay, so let's read the screenshot. Receipts. We got receipts. We got them. So what do you uh, – I'll be him. You be her or I'll be him. I'm okay. blue. You're blue. Hey. Uh, sorry, it lights up. Hey, sorry about last night. I passed out. Uh, face palm emoji blonde woman. Let's do something this weekend before you leave if you can squeeze me into your busy schedule. I'll stop this to say, see what he did? He he says, let's do tonight. She's the one with plans with friends. Then maybe we'll meet up later. Now she's blaming herself for not meeting up on a plan he made five seconds. It, it kind of worked. Okay, so he writes, don't be sorry about last night. Of course, because he didn't want to hang out anyways. I really don't want, it to send, don't want to send this text, but I don't think it's fair to you for me to keep on keeping on. I don't think I'm in a place to be dating at the moment. I thought I was, and you're awesome. Like, I love the conversations and dates, and don't get me started on how good you are in bed. <laughs> the list is endless. This guy's a real Romeo, but I'm being stretched so thin and also trying to make a work transition. I'm exhausted, which isn't fair to you because all you have ever asked for is time to hang out. So I want to, uh, want to, but I'm really not decompressing until like eight at night. So I think just my timing is shitty. I really appreciate the honesty, double exclamation point. I know you've been super busy and spread thin, so I kind of figured anyway. Of course, really enjoyed spending time with you. And I guess if things settle down and we are both single slash interested down the road, feel free to reach out. Also, totally understand if not. Again, if I I do really appreciate the honesty and wish you the best of luck with every with your transition and everything else you have going on. Okay, so let's go back to the email because that's kind of how it ended. Okay, so... I was feeling good about it and appreciated the honesty, which I told him in my response. I felt like a, a really nice way to end things on his end. I would disagree. It feels like he... It, do you think this was a nice way to end things? I don't know. You, no, it was a list of excuses and compliments. and it's an. But at least it's an ending, I guess. Two days later, that following Tuesday, I sent him a meme on Instagram. A little window tap, if you will. So she's uh, she's... She's kind of still after him a little bit, which he responded by texting me and asked me to come over. Since apparently I have no self-respect, but also just really enjoying sleeping with him, I went over. We hooked up and I stayed the night. He was leaving the following morning for a vacation with friends that he told me all about, including which friends would be there, etc. See, the thing is, how do you go from busy to a meme gets you to come over right away? Must have been you know, a hot meme. Must have been a I sexy mean, meme. Was it a cute, cute that, puppy? What was it? Right. Send me that what meme. A, yeah, send that joke around. That Saturday, he posted a photo on Instagram with a girl. Definitely looked like a couple photo, which was upsetting to see, even though this guy truly doesn't owe me anything. I just think, I just was thinking he, we slept together four days ago. Is he in a relationship? So here's where I got a little crazy, uh, got a little crazy mode and followed the girl on my Finsta slash Burner account. Her page was private. There I found lots of more couple-type photos from them together at a hockey game, at a Christmas bar, on the vacation together with a caption where she says she loves him. In my opinion, they're in some type of relationship. I would say so, too. All the photos she posted basically overlapped with time periods we had hooked up or hung out, but this also definitely explained why he got a lot more distant as they were probably getting closer. 
We hadn't been using condoms when we were hooking up because we had the talk that we were both only sleeping with each other. This is getting worse and worse, including on that last Tuesday. We saw each other. So obviously I confronted him about that, which I will attach screenshots. He never responded to my last message and blocked me on Insta. Okay, so let's read through the that. So she sends a picture of them too. a picture of them too. only got 20 likes. Kind of embarrassing. (laughs) Um, Were you in a relationship the whole time we were sleeping together? No. LMAO, right. I've never lied to you, so no point in starting today. And I don't need to do this, but you deserve it. See, the whole you deserve it thing goes back to kind of his languaging is salesman-y. I was dating as most people in their 20s should do. Find Find what's right. Feeling things out. Not sure where one thing is going and where others are not. I told you a few weeks ago, timing isn't right. And as I got busy, things started to shake out and things worked out best for me. I didn't think I needed to explain myself to anyone, but I guess I should have to you. So I'm sorry I didn't do that. This isn't about dating other people. Of course, that's okay to do. It's the fact you told me multiple times, including just this past week, that you weren't sleeping with anyone else. From a health perspective alone and feelings aside, that's really disrespectful of you to not be honest about. It also fully seems like guy, like you guys weren't just feeling things out and going on dates. Clearly, she's saying she loves you. So that makes me think you've been in a relationship. It's not my business. But for someone who prides themselves on being honest in an open book, it's pretty shady behavior. Okay, that's this all sucks. Let's start by saying that. I mean, yeah. she has been very classy and restrained. I don't think she's been crazy at all. She was trying to no. figure out what's going on. She's dealing with someone that she liked, that she had a, and she writes my questions in his original ending things text. Should he have uh, just been honest and said he met someone else? If I knew that, I definitely wouldn't have tried to go back in there by sending the meme. I, I don't know if, I mean, to me, he's been lying more than this person do you think he should have said he was ending it because he met someone else? I mean, I don't think that helps the lies that he's been telling because he's I think he's told so many lies that he doesn't even see that as an option. He, he definitely feels like a fuckboy playboy with some of his language and tactics. And so if he was seeing this girl for a really long time, the yeah, the sex thing's really lame. Like if you tell someone that you're only sleeping with them, that's. Uh, your word is your bond and it feels like a huge consent betrayal to then put them at risk for uh, STIs, et cetera. Well, that's, and that's why he didn't say I'm seeing someone else like, Hey, listen, I've been out there. Day. You know, the, it, it is interesting. What he says is correct. You know, it's the 2020 it's 2022. We're all out there. We're all dating, but dude, if I, if I lift the carpet on what you're saying, there's roaches underneath. Yes. Yeah, we're all dating, but we're also using condoms. We're also, hey, someone asked you if you're seeing other people. You said no. You're way ahead with someone else. You didn't let me know that. Like, I kind of thought we were moving towards the world that you're in with this other person. So in his world, in the kind of the liar's world where he's not being truthful, saying to you, hey, I, I'm dating someone else, it's too late for that. He knows that. That's why he didn't say that. There's reasons for everything. Right, She's, right. You know, should he or shouldn't he? And that, it doesn't. She writes, should I have told the girl? My thought was he is super charming and he probably has her wrapped around his finger and she wouldn't believe me anyways. I wouldn't get into who she would believe or not. Also, I truly don't know what type of relationship they're in. So it isn't my business. What do you think? Yeah, that that's 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 messy. I just go back to that gut at the beginning. She felt the energy shift. She knew this was like not going where she wanted to. 
And once you feel that, you know, you're with someone who doesn't fully appreciate you or make you feel the way you want to feel. And so that's really the big takeaway for like growth as a person is to listen to your fucking gut and yeah. shut things down. And that little window, that little window tap is, is, is the version of you that you, uh, you can't change someone else's behavior. Men are always going to be trash. Men are going to be liars. This is probably going to hurt you in terms of like being able to trust someone for a minute or two. But that when you sense that energy shift, like, listen to that. I don't know. I yeah, and avoided so much of this later stuff. I also think with this other person, you know, there's some people that are like, you should tell the other person because they feel like the, uh, the guy is winning. And I, I think mm. the longer you deal with someone like this, the longer you're losing. It's not about the other. But let the person... Uh, that person's win or loss, I don't know if it helps you. you. You know, making sure they don't win isn't a win for you. I think you need more wins. I, I don't think going to that other woman is really uh, what this is all about. I think, to me, it's a burning house. Run away from it. But that's me personally. There's some people that are like, I need satisfaction. I need to I need to make sure this person... And I'm, I'm on the other side of that where I go, listen... Let these two go away from each other. You you know, I don't know. I It's hard for me. To, and I'm not looking for this other person that he's dealing with to be lied to. But I also know, you know, you're getting into dangerous territories with like staying around liars. And he is a proven liar. I feel she that. Writes th- she writes the third thing is, should I Venmo request him $30 for my STT, STD test? <laughs> Partially 100%. joking, but definitely learned my lesson about trusting condoms. Ha ha. You think so? I think no. I think get away. This is the same. Well, the other thing is like he might, and, and as crazy as this sounds, but he is a liar. Venmoing him the $30 for the STD test to him is like, it's like a puppy dog. You're still playing with him. Mm, You're still that's, in. You're, that's, that's the equivalent of sending a meme to him. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying it is the equivalent, but to him, he's not to be trusted. This is, you know, why would you go back to the, you know, the used car salesman? You know, dudes are shady with the timing things and the overlapping and uh, it can be very m- messy. Yeah. And he I you know, it the, the 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 whole timing thing of like, oh, all of a sudden he had time then he doesn't have time at at his, at our most empathetic to his position. We can be it's I'm dating two people. We got more serious than you got. That's all it was. But I don't think that's what happened here. I think he has been dating this person and you're someone. And and during the time that he was at the end of being on the apps because his, you know, the, his now girlfriend didn't ask for them to be, you know, ask for a label. He met you and you guys got ahead. And now you were like the last flight out of, out, out of the, you know, out of the apps, I guess, but I'm sorry this happened. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Zach Zimmerman. Thank you so much for coming on. This is fantastic. Oh, anytime Jared. I love talking about uh, love in which I have no expertise. <laughs> Me neither. We're just two people talking out of our asses. Go follow Zach at ZZ double ZZ on Instagram. Go, go, go. Hilarious comic. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Send your screenshot emails. We'll be back next week. Boom.